everyone it's been such a long time since i've actually been on instagram live so i am so excited to start these conversations this month we're going to be talking to so many different professionals and people within the spiritual community so i'm so excited to have you here um the reason why i decided to do all of these conversation is because I feel like that now that it's become more popular and everybody is learning about it within, you know, all the social medias and um, just in general, just people knowing about spirituality and, you know, there's so many things that we can learn so i am now you know going to be talking like i said people that are doing you know like at today we have somebody joining in that's a doula who does reiki as well then i'll be having you know a coach then i'll be having you know different people on that will explain how they include spirituality within their own business practice within their own lives with their family with their kids so it's going to be an interesting conversation and i'm just so excited to have you guys here um she should be signing on shortly as soon as i see her come on i will let her join me i'm just like so excited um and as many of as you know i was the assistant to anita from the manifesting money podcast and it was such a good run i learned so much about myself and just i just learned a lot you know within her community which i'm so grateful that she allowed me to even be part of her community and now i want to build my own community it doesn't have to necessarily be you know about spirituality i just want to start conversations um just normalize certain you know subjects that it's was known as to be taboo that we weren't allowed to talk when we were growing up that if we wanted to talk about something in specific you know we would be told by our parents oh let's go you know you got to be out of the room so now as you know adults we want to have these conversations things that are happening within our daily lives within the world that are not only affecting us, it's are affecting our kids and our, you know, just our lives in general. So I see that she hops on now. I'm gonna let her know if she's ready so we can start this conversation. I'm so excited. You know, this spirituality, I started, like I said, that I, was awoken in 
early 2020. But once, you know, COVID hit, that we had nothing else to do, I tuned into myself. And um, I, you know, I tuned into myself. I learned how to go within and figure out how to listen to my own intuition and not be afraid to use my voice for good. So if there were things that I didn't like, that I was so afraid growing up to talk about because I didn't want to get, you know, yelled at or even talked down to now as an adult, I'm like, no, you know, I'm not afraid to use my voice, you know, and I met so many great people and I went down, you could say kind of like a rabbit hole. And I figured out a lot about myself, the things that I thought I liked, that now it's like, whoa, I was accepting so much from people, like good and bad, that now I'm like, I set a boundary, you know, and setting boundaries has taught me so much about, you know, how people were treating me, how people were just in general not respecting me, not, you know, listening to what I want and what I needed, you know, because I was always like, oh, I'm just going to stay quiet just to avoid confrontation. Oh, you know, I don't want to get nobody upset. I don't want nobody to, you know, get mad at me. I didn't want anybody to you know, think wrong about me, but going in and, you know, working on that, and I'm still working on that, and, you know, discovering that, no, even though some people might not like it, it is okay to express yourself. You need to be seen, you need to be heard, you know, you're no longer that kid that parents used to tell us, oh, children can't be seen or heard. No, we can be seen. We can be heard, you know, and that's what I'm trying to implement also now with my own daughter. And, you know, I let her express herself. Sometimes I'm just like, girl, remember, I'm your mom. Like, yes, we can have a great conversation. Yes, we can talk about everything and anything that you possibly want. Great. But you have to remember that I'm still your mom and that level of respect needs to be there. You know, and growing up, I didn't have that openness with my mom because of the same thing. I was afraid to get yelled at. I didn't want to be, you know, told to be quiet or just, you know, so I would go within, stay quiet, you know, and now as an adult, I'm giving myself the opportunity of expressing myself, talking about my feelings, you know, actually going and like meeting new people, not feeling so weird about meeting people and 
you know, I'm loving the opportunity that I'm getting. Yes, so many people, so many saw COVID as a negative, and honestly, COVID is one of the best things that happened to us. Yes, it's so true. It is so true. So many people saw COVID as like, oh, we're stuck inside. Oh my God, there's, you know, the world. Yes, we were stuck inside. But how you saw it is your reality. I took it as an opportunity to better myself. I started a small business. You know, I flourished in the business. I got to meet so many people within that business. Me too. As crazy as it sounds, I'm very grateful that COVID happened. I met my forever best friends because of COVID. Like, it's so insane. Like, COVID, for some people, was such a dreadful time. But for me, I got closer to my family. I got closer to my daughter because before then, before COVID, we would be just, you know, hustle and bustle, school, work, this, that, see see ourselves on the weekends. And sometimes because, you know, we would have activities, we'll do this, we'll do that. Once COVID hit, there was nothing. The world stopped. It was time to be with our loved ones, with our own selves, discover ourselves again. It was a reset. It was a complete reset. So I'm grateful, you know, and once I started discovering more about myself, the things that I didn't even think that I liked, I was like, oh my God, yeah, like when I was younger, I used to, you know, dance around and like listen to music and get so happy and I lost that because I got stuck in the hustle and bustle every day of like look down keep going keep going keep going once COVID hit it stopped yeah it allowed us to go within yes yes to see everything we weren't able to see due to the busy yes I agree I definitely agree we were so busy just on a daily basis of you know oh we go to work. We get up. We were ro- we were robots at that point. We were robots. We literally got up, showered, got to work, dropped off. You know, dropped the kids off or whatever. Worked, picked up, go, come home, cook, go, sleep. We ro- We were robots. We were robots. We were not living our lives to our fullest potential. Once COVID hit. We were inside the house. There has nothing else to do but to go within. There were no other things that we could do but just go within. Like, figure out who we were, what we liked. Put set, Start setting boundaries. And for people now, boundaries are hard things to put up. Boundaries are very hard. Even for ourselves, put a boundary on yourself. If you know that you're going to overspend, give your money to a family member that you know that you're not going to be able to touch. That's a boundary. If you know, hi, Mickey is one of my forever sisters that I met because of COVID. You know what I mean? So COVID, literally people looked at it in such a bad way. But I met, like, like I said, my forever sisters and... You know, once you start setting boundaries, 
you will start seeing that those who do not align with you will not like those boundaries. They, those are the people that were never supposed to be in your life. Example, there's going to be exes, friends that you start setting boundaries and you're like, listen, I am not going to, you know, be allowing people to talk to me like that. So I'm going to literally just start cutting people off. And if somebody's disrespecting me, I'm going to be like, you know what? I don't like how you speak to me. And I don't think that we should be friends anymore. And it's okay. It's okay to cut people out. It is okay to cut people out. It is perfectly okay to cut people out. Because if they get offended, it is okay. Their feelings are valid. Completely valid. You shouldn't feel bad. You know, those people, they were there for a reason. They were there for a season and that season passed. You're on a new season now. That's it. Like, and it's true. People are going to look at you like you're crazy because because you allowed it to. You allowed them to talk to you that way. So now that you're standing up for yourself, people are like, oh my God, you know, Kelly's so mean. I'm not mean. I'm actually giving you back the same energy and you don't like it. Sorry, not sorry. Like, just really cut those people out. There's people that I cut out and... I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for cutting it out. I don't feel bad for not talking to them, deleting their number out of my phone, deleting them out of social media, just completely removing those people. Those people have nothing for me. They have, they did nothing for me. They didn't add anything to me. They subtracted. They took away my energy. They took away my peace. They took away my just everything. And if you have people in your life right now that are not adding to it, that are not adding value, that are not adding respect, that are not adding just patience and anything to it, cut them out. Cut them out. Protect your peace at all costs. This is what COVID taught us. Protect yourself and your peace and your, your own home at all costs. At all costs, and that's what COVID, you know, taught us. And, you know, circling back again, let's see if our guest is ready to come on, you know. And like I said, COVID was insane. <laughs> oh my God, yes, hit me up, definitely. Definitely, let's hit up, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's you're gonna hit me up on my inbox and let's talk because, like I said, I love having conversations. I love having conversations. Like the conversations will never stop. Here we go. Let's see. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I hear that. I'm on you, man. I hear that. We should. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey. The conversations, let me tell you, the conversations are necessary to have. 
you know what I mean? Like, especially now, as adults, like, we have our likes, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like when we were kids that we were not allowed to say anything because, again, we're being disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. We were definitely being disrespectful. Estamos hablando para atrás. We being disobedient. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. But so let me introduce you because I personally know you as a little sister. But to those who don't know you, this is Joanne. She is a prenatal educator. She is not only a mom, a badass mom, she's a fly mom. She is also a Reiki master and she does, she's a certified doula. Right as we finish our live, I'm going to go ahead and add all of her socials and all the ways that you guys can communicate with her. I'm so happy and grateful that you joined me this time for the, you know, our chat. And it's, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So tell me about yourself. Like, I know who you are, but tell the community who you are, like, how you got started and everything. Hold on. Oh, no, we lost her. All right. All right. Uh, we're back. I, was like, I don't know what happened there. It's a, okay. It's a glitch. No worry, girl. Right. <laughs> it is. All right. So, yeah. So, again, introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, I know you personally for many years since we were basically born. But yes, tell the community, first. you know, <laughs> about everything that you do. And yeah, we'll start the conversation from there. All right. Hi, y'all. So I'm actually a doula. Um, I'm a spiritual healer as well. I practice a lot of um, house cleanse. I do um, Reiki as well. I'm a Reiki master um, practitioner. So I practice a lot with the symbols, breathing techniques, so many different things with stage, you know, with resin, a lot of things when it comes to spiritual um the spiritual work i'm also like i said a doula i'm a prenatal educator lactation specialist i'm also i also support infertility and also postpartum um i try to help out my community as much as i can when it comes to that that's the reason why i got in it i used to work in the medical field for about i would say 13 years and <laughs> and i've seen the in and outs when it comes to the emergency rooms hospitals nursing homes even working with you know children with disability just all different like levels and <laughs> it's crazy out here yeah so um what made you you know how did you discover that you had you know, that healing power within, like, you know, spirituality? Normally, like, um, with me, I actually grew up in a spiritual home, super spiritual. <laughs> when it came to my grandparents, my mom, you know, I was raised mostly with my aunt, but I seen it with all of them. And they actually pushed me into becoming, you know, being a nurse. They wanted me to be a nurse. Yeah, and I'm, I was always supporting my family, being there for them, and I also have my two, you know, children 
they, yeah. they, you know, they old, but <laughs> they still my babies. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I always dreamed of me actually supporting moms um, when it came to this, you know, being a doula. Yes. That was always my thing, always since I was young. Like, they always used to tell me I'm good at, you know, supporting and being there for moms and babies. So I guess me hearing it throughout the years and me knowing that I'm capable of, you know, building this business, I just decided to go for it. Yeah. And, um, like, how do you incorporate, you know, your spirituality within the doula? So when I receive clients, um, I explain to them, like, you know, the skills and everything that I have. Uh, some moms do ask for Reiki, some don't. Um, but normally with the Reiki, we do breathing techniques, um, meditation. So that's included in some of the doula um, support. Because mm-hmm. one of the main things that we do is basically comfort measures, doing different breathing techniques to help you relax during pain, um, also to center your mind. Yes. Because that's one thing you have to do, especially if you want to do everything naturally. You have to have your mind at that, just yeah. centering, centering that. So it's like I incorporate Reiki a little bit in it. But if they want more intense Reiki, yeah. then that's when I'll provide those services if they ask for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, let's say that a mom has never heard, you know, about reiki or even let's say a doula like how would you go about and like explaining that to them like what you do and what are the benefits of having a doula all right so when it comes to doula i always explain to them we are here to support them emotionally physically um, mentally we are here to provide any resources any information that they not they don't know like guiding them to understand you know certain um situation and let's say they have a problem in the uh, in the hospital when they go for a visit. Um, explaining to them, you know, different things that happens in the hospital rooms, or you know, just helping them with comfort measures, like I was explaining. Um, and when it comes to Reiki, I explain to them, you know, that is is a healing. Um, how can I say? I got stuck. <laughs> it's a healing technique. Yeah. And it was okay. created in Japan. And from there, you know, I would explain to them more, like, they have different symbols. You know, we meditate. Or if you want to do a house cleanse where we actually use symbols, like these symbols back here. Um, and there's different levels to those symbols as well. So it's not like any Reiki practitioner can use all those symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some symbols that are for just the masters themselves for grounding, and there's others that for like let's say level two Reiki. Um, they are able to use the level two symbols, which is the power, which is that one on top, um, okay. which is pretty you know it's pretty awesome when I explain that to them because so many things <laughs> just educating them in general. Also, um, we are here to advocate a lot for our clients. So advocating is one of the main things that we try to provide for our clients, especially if they have um, a medical condition that we are able to guide them to have some sort of understanding on their health and how it can affect them in the medical, in the, you know, in the medical 
um, aspect when it comes to them giving birth. Because some moms will understand, like, oh, yes, they will know, mm-hmm. you know, the doctor will explain to them, but sometimes the doctor is all about the money. Yeah. yeah. That's all it And, like, what are the benefits? Hospitals. Yeah, like, what are the benefits? Let's say that, you know, a mom comes in and she's like, yeah, I don't know really about, you know, the doulas. Like, like what are the benefits of having a doula besides, you know, the advocacy? But, like, how would you, you know, ask, like, try to, like, convince them to have a doula, you know, instead of just having just a regular nurse that comes in, like, right. how would you... So, normally, we just, like I said, we provide the comfort methods. That's one thing, which is to help them naturally give birth mm-hmm. with no type of medication, no epidural, none of that. The straight... Brave soul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, we actually um, guide them through that. Okay. And also, when it comes to um, educating... We try to provide childbirth education, prenatal, oh, that's um, so good. postpartum, newborn care, you know, postpartum. The postpartum aspect is basically from the time you get out of the hospital, from the time you actually give birth until the 40 days that you're supposed to be at home resting and everything. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. That is really amazing. And, um, like, do they, um, like when it comes to being a doula, um, can anyone do it, or do you have to be like certified, or like how is it? So anybody could be a doula. You just gotta take a course or get certified or get a training. Um, and that's one of the steps. You could do the birth, or you could do um, fertility. You could also do postpartum. They have different ways of. You could have different ways to become a doula. Depends on what your what your goal in that. Like where you see yourself. Do you see yourself supporting moms more during labor, or do you support more after labor, like postpartum, throughout that um, time? Also, throughout fertility, the fertility is a bit different because some moms they want somebody to be there to support them when they go to appointments, IVF, IUI, different things of that. so we just here to support as much as we can. There's some single moms that they just want to be by themselves and they, yes. you know, would love to have that doula there to support them Perfect. and guide them with any information or any educational things that they need at that at that time. Wow. That is so insightful. Like, I would always hear about doulas, but I didn't understand it, you know, especially coming from the Latin community, you really right. don't hear about, you know. You don't hear a lot. Doulas, you don't hear that. You're like, okay, it's going to go to the hospital, there's a nurse, and that's it. Right. But you don't hear about those types. You don't hear. No, you don't. You know, and so it's amazing to hear that, you know, that you're offering those services, including, you know, something spiritual, you know, and that's another taboo that within the Latin community that they're like, oh, um, you know, spirituality, that's like, oh, there's many aspects of spirituality, right? you know, you can go as far as, you know, being with them and just praying with them, that's spirituality. You can be there and just, you know, massaging them, hands-on. That's another spirituality. 
you know, to the aspect of, you know, the deeper stuff. And some, and some clients will explain it to you, especially if they're very spiritual or they have, like, a, a religion belief. Yeah. They will explain that to you. There's some that they would want to have babies before their due date just because it's a meaning to them. So there's so many different things when it comes to being a doula and also being spiritual in the same, like in the same room, in the same aspect. It's, uh, it's all in the same, but it's so many different techniques because yeah. everybody is different. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to get the same thing over and over again. Yeah. When it comes to different clients, because it's just depending on the religion, what they believe in, if they want Reiki or not, there's some that they just want the educational part. There's some that needs the support hands-on. You know, I also do the work virtual. Okay. That's another good thing. I do have, I did receive a lot of clients virtually, and they was able to manage to give birth without any medication. Wow. And do you, you mm-hmm. do like water births as well or like Yes, I do. Yes. Just... I did attend the water birth. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> that is so beautiful. And like during yes. that session, um, you know that, that women are just like in pain. They don't want to hear nothing. Like how do you give them comfort, you know, through spirituality? Like do you send them, you know, vibrations or like how do you go about that? Affirmation. Really? Yes. A lot of affirmations. <laughs> and like, would you give me, give us an example of like, what type of affirmations do you A little quote. We have like, for example, I had downloaded like different deck of cards, but it's like yes. we have them Yeah, I'll send it to them through an email. Okay. And it has different quotes. Be strong. You got this. Um, it's all about you. Okay. We always put that it's all about you. Because sometimes when they give birth, they always thinking about everybody around them. Yes. But it's not about them. Yes. It's about what you're going through at that moment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I had a mom that she wrote affirmations all over her walls. Wow. The, the, the home birth? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All over her walls. Wow. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We have that's also meditate, like the meditating, relaxing music as well. Some moms yeah. would like to hear the sound of the ocean. Some would just like to hear just the wind or fire, the fireplace, different different techniques that way. We also try to put like lights around so they could be comfortable. You know, we try to make sure that they are comfortable in so many different ways, especially like at home. At home yeah. is a bit different in the hospital. In the half in the hospital you have to create a whole birth plan. Make sure that the nurses and the doctors are on board with the doula and the and the client. And how would that go about? Let's say that within the hospital compared to the home birth, like how would you go about, let's say, you know, convincing the doctors to actually have a doula? Like, there was they give pre to the doctor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So during the prenatal visits, they will always bring it up to the doctors. We have a birth plan. Um, I want my birth to be this way because they have to consult with the with the doctor all the time to make sure that they are able to give birth naturally, that they have no medical condition um, that would affect that. It's so many different, um, so many different things when it comes to that. But they always make sure that they consult with their doctor. They let the doctor know, I have a doula, I have a birth plan, and this is how I want my birth to be. And, you know, I know that there's like different religions and stuff like that. So when you're doing the, um, you know, the Reiki or even like the meditation with them, 
Um, have you got any like pushbacks from you know the hospitals themselves or like? Not really. I haven't experienced any of that when it comes to that. No. Okay. And have you seen like any um, let's say of the moms that don't understand the depth of what um, you know, the Reiki is or even meditation is like. Have you felt any pushbacks from them? You know what I mean? Like, no? Not really. No. Because no. okay. I, I had clients that really explained what they actually want. So it wasn't, you know, if they ask me, I explain it to them. And they'll be like, okay, I understand. I want right here. If not, this, you know, we'll still speak about the breathing techniques and meditation. Because that's always included in the doula. Um, and you know that the mindset, you know that when you're talking about mindset with them, do you, like, talk to them about their mindset of, like, you know, prepping them for the contractions or whatever? Right. Like, how do you go about right. that? We sh I show them different videos. Okay. Um, I send them, like, different PDFs for them to understand. I always let them know, don't listen to everybody else because everybody else's experience is different. Uh-huh. It's always different. One, cause I, and I tell them to practice as well. Okay. Like, make sure that like, you sit down and you practice all these different techniques. So that way, when the time when the time do come, you are prepared. Where we are together, and I can let you know, like, listen, we have to start doing breathing techniques. Yes. So that way you can be more relaxed. We understand it's painful, but remember, your body, you have control of your body, not the pain having control over you. Yeah. Wow. And for yourself, like, how do you prepare yourself, like, with spirituality? Because you know that we pick up so much energy, we pick up so much just vibration. How do you prepare yourself to go into a situation like that? I always meditate. Meditate. I'm always relaxing. Um, I do my prayers as well. So that also helps get enough rest, eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then after I come home, normally I take a long shower yeah. or a bath that will actually relax me and I just release all of that. That's it. It's done. We have a new, a new day, a new chapter. Now it's postpartum. Okay. And then you, so you basically like you disconnect yourself from that situation. Yeah. Okay. Because wow. sometimes, uh, sometimes it does take over. Okay. <laughs> And you'll yeah. be like, but why? There's no why, so there's no understanding. You just got to keep it pushing, and it's like, okay, it happened. Yeah. And, yeah. like, how do you, um, you, you know that sometimes as moms ourselves, we kind of, like, empathize with them, like, during their situation. Like, do you bring that home sometimes? Like, I or, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At times, I don't even notice it. My boyfriend has to be the one to tell me, like, is you finished? Like, yeah. leave work, where is that? <laughs> it's hard. It's yeah. hard. Especially, with, especially us being so empathetic. You know, it's so hard. It's so hard to, like, be like, okay, it's not us giving birth. It's not right. us anymore. And, and, that's like, and that's something, like, we have to practice all the time, especially as a mom. Yes, we're always going to have that. But when it comes to working clients, you can't always have that. Uh -huh. You always have to make sure, like, you know, we, we can have some of it, but then 
Yeah. And you, going back again, that you say that you do meditation, like how were you introduced to meditation and that, like, into that world? Like, how were you introduced into that? So the way I was introduced to meditation was through my cousin. Really? Which, you know him, Edgar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Edgar put me on to meditation while I was in college. Okay. Because he was like, I know it's going to be a big, you know, hectic for you. I need you to center your mind, and this is what you need to do. So through him, I learned how to meditate. Because he's very spiritual. And then I just took on and just started from there. Okay. And, um, like, how do you include, you know, your kids into that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you include them in it? Because I know I include my kids in it. They were, they're, they're curious. So, <laughs> they volunteer themselves. <laughs> and now we're still poor, but I don't have to tell them. They do it automatically. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, my that's son, he has, my son, he's always searching different things, different techniques. So he has one that he uses his fingers that he learned. My daughter's a bit more different, but yeah. if they see me meditating, they'll be like, all right, let me meditate with mom. Yeah. Yeah. If I have an then, open mind to meditate, some people don't understand. It's true. <laughs> that's true. It's yeah. true. Some people don't understand, you know, and people don't that's another thing that's a great topic to bring up people don't understand the power that the mind has right people don't understand the power that the mind has because if you're let's say in your in your perspective if you sit there and while you're giving birth you're like oh my god it hurts it hurts i have so much pain i have so much pain your body all is going to connect is right it's not going to connect that you need to breathe. It's not going to connect that you need to relax because it's going to increase the pain. It's not going to connect that you yourself are working with somebody else who's who feels that energy and it's going to be tense. So how do you yourself like bring them out of that, you know, and bring them back into the moment? Just by explaining it to them, you know, you want to make sure you want to have this baby healthy and well. Yeah. You can't go against the pain. You have to center your mind for that all the time. So I constantly just let them know, like, this is what you want. Your exactly. body's prepared for it. You know, let's do this breathing technique because we know it's going to work. And they, they'll go back into understanding, like, okay, yes, I know, like, I haven't had, maybe I would say maybe one or two clients that would, sorry, maybe like one or two clients that would go off, they'll get off of that mindset, it'll be like, oh my God, I can't, but then that's when I come in and I'm like, no, you can't, there's no such things that you can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, like I could sit here and say, I don't think I've ever been in a birth where I lasted more than 15 hours. That's a lot. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just knowing that I'm able, like, I was able to center a lot of moms into giving birth naturally. Even if they don't give birth naturally and they use the epidural, yeah. that's still in the mix of meditation, healing techniques, everything, because then they still have to relax. You know, they 
still have to breathe. They will still feel the pain with the epidural. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's different. Um, but I tell them they could do it. They always could do it. Yeah. And, and you know, when, like I was speaking before about during the pandemic, you know, during the, like the quarantine, um, did you find yourself more going towards your inside and rediscovering yourself during oh, yeah. that time? Yeah. Yeah. And how did like like how did that happen? Like I would love to. My know grandfather how the passing. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. That. yeah. that was that that threw me all the way to having to go into my spiritual tune in all the way a hundred percent. Yeah. Because he was very spiritual. Hi, Shayla. That's my daughter. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, she never stops. It's inside the plate that's covered with the lid. I'm live, Sam. Yes. It's always, always like that when it comes to them. They always come to me. They know. I always say they're an old soul. Yes. I know my daughter's an old soul for some reason. Certain things that she does that like, I see you. Oh, I no, there's definitely, <laughs> especially when it comes to, sure, you can have my drink that I've been drinking the whole time, yes. <laughs> like, and that's another thing, like, during quarantine, she and I grew so much closer to the point that I'm just like, she feels, close the door, please, she feels everything that I feel, and I feel everything that she feels. And it's just, it's like spirituality is just so insane. The connection is real. It is. People don't understand that. It's just, we're just all riding wavelengths. My daughter too, she's an old soul. She's a grandma. She's been here before. This has not been her first rodeo because there's certain things. Exactly. There's certain things that she does and she says that I'm just like, you're 12 years old. What? You're not supposed to be doing that. Like, you're not supposed to be saying those things. Like, just her mental capacity, it's just like, wow, this child has been here before. Like, um, during quarantine, I myself, like I said, I went into this whole rabbit hole and, you know, discovered myself again. And it came to a point that I went so in deep, deep, deep that I caught myself a couple of times catching panic attacks because yeah. I was so into it and so deep. And she came up to me and she was like, you know that you forgot one thing. And I was like, what? She's like, you forgot to breathe because if you don't breathe, you won't survive. So I need you to sit still, close your eyes and breathe. You'll be okay. And I'm just like, okay. Baby girl got it. <laughs> When would we be able to have that conversation? Yeah, my daughter has, uh, I think she has one like towards her back or in her leg, like somewhere around there. Yeah. But, Mine, they do so. But, yeah, I, like. My daughter has a, a big, like, beauty mark right here. But it's oh, dark. mine has a beauty mark, like, right here. Yeah. And I'm like, it's type big. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, like it's it's insane. Like I wish growing up we would be able to have these type of conversations, you know what I mean? Like just freely about, you know, just 
how are we feeling? Even talk about feelings. That for us was was not never, a thing. It was not a thing growing up. And no hate to our parents because our parents raised us the best that they could and they did everything for us. Yes, they did. But, you know, I wish we would have that communication that we have with our kids now, that openness, that we could talk about different things like spirituality. We could talk about, you know, these books, crystals, things like that, that we didn't have a chance to do that, you know? Right. But with them, when we had our feelings or we felt any type of way, you shouldn't feel no way. You're too young to feel like that. Why are yeah. you feeling like this? Yes. Not knowing that everybody has feelings that no matter what age, <laughs> no. like who you are, yeah, it was it was always like that. And I grew yeah. up in a household like that. Oh, you shouldn't be worried about nothing. Why are you worried? Yeah. What you, you worried about? Have, you, don't don't have, you don't pay for anything. You don't pay for anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, you're like, why are you even talking? Like, you don't pay nothing. You don't have a right. What? Okay. Great. Not knowing everything else that we see around us, especially where we grew up, where a lot was happening. Even if we wasn't in your conversation or we shouldn't be stressing about bills or certain things, but we was also seeing things. Yes. So how are we not going to uh, be affected with that? Yes. You know? So. And that's another thing. Like, when you're dealing, let's say, with the doulas, with the um, pregnant women, you know that they have their own, like, baggage. They have, uh, like, everything that they have built up, either, you know, they have a stressful relationship, you know, they're having, you know, their emotions, they have their childhood traumas, they have whatever. How do you get them to express themselves so they won't pass that onto their baby? That's a bit hard because I try I tried to do that with them and explain to them. You know, mm. when I'm there to provide that service for you, you gotta have a, you gotta be on it a hundred percent. and I explained to them, yes, it's okay that you had your traumas and you know all the other effects that you have, but you have to realize that this is something new. This is a new chapter. This is a new baby. If you want to listen to me, you can. I had a mom that she did it. <laughs> I had one that she was like, no, I'm going to do what I feel like doing. Okay. And then us as doulas, we create a, let's say, a contract. Yes. And if we see that you don't comply with us as well and we're trying to help you because I understand I'm here for you. Yes. But we also have to make sure that everything goes to part where there is no... It won't affect you in any way. Because mm -hmm. anything can happen. Anything. You know? Right. Anything can happen. And like I said in the beginning, this is where we step our mind because it's like coaching them, explaining to them. We, I understand you're going through what you're going through. Mm -hmm. But... We are here to support you in this and to let you know it's okay to feel what you feel. It's okay to let it go. You know, we have yeah. to make sure that you are grounded. Yeah. Stay grounded. And that's something that they will they have to willingly do for themselves. It's not yeah. my place to tell you to do it. I'm here to support you as much as I can. Yeah. But if I see this is not going where it's supposed to, then I have to cut that contract with you. Or I have to 
cut the conversation short because you're not understanding and clearly you're not going to understand. That's and where and they're stubborn. And it ties back into boundaries. Right. You said boundaries. Right. So that'll be something that they have to do for themselves. You have to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's boundaries. Like, like I was saying, once people put up boundaries and you see that they're not accepting of it, don't try to don't try to um, fix it because they're not going to accept your boundaries because they're not used to having people telling them, no, don't right. treat me this way. No, this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable behavior. So those are the types of people that you completely cut out. And not right. And it's like nobody's taking away the traumas that you have. You're mm-hmm. always going to have that. You won't ever forget it. No. But are we still going to dwell on the past or are we going to continue moving forward to make sure that everything is good with yourself? Exactly. Mentally, exactly. Physically, you know, emotionally. Exactly. And it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, especially in those times, there's a lot of things that creep up slowly. Yeah. And you know, in a way you kind of have to like push it aside, but let's say for me that I would be in that situation. I can't bring my traumas onto you because at the end of the day, it's going to be, their energy is not going to be, you know, matching and we're going to end up clashing and it's going to be a complete mess. Right. It's going to be a complete mess. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not right. You know what I mean. But I'm glad that you yourself implement boundaries, especially within the work that you do, because boundaries are necessary. Right. Boundaries are necessary for everything in life, especially with kids, especially you know with dealing with other adults. If you don't, you know, protect yourself at all costs, everything goes to hell. Right, especially. If- I'm giving you my 100% of me. It's just letting, you know, giving you my time. Yeah. And oh. do you, like, protect your energy in a way? Or, like, how do you go about Yeah, that? I do. I walk around with my bracelets. I walk, you know, I do my stage. I do my house cleanse. I do a lot. I give myself baths because I do baths as well. So, I yeah. do Yeah, can you baths. tell me about that? Like, about that? that business as well like can you tell me about like your you know your house cleansing like how did you go about doing that and stuff like that I learned doing that through my mom (laughs) (laughs) she used to do a lot of house cleanse and um I learned just how she used to do it on New Year's the holidays and just took that technique I actually asked I said mom Okay, I do a business with this because we've been doing it for years and I know you did it with other people. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Yeah, she showed me how to do it and I took it. And do you incorporate that, let's say, within your services of being a doula? Like, if somebody would want like a house plans for when they're bringing the baby, do you do that? Yeah, like, that's always included in there. I am so sorry. See, lo voy a en español también. Se me olvidó. Sí, um. We're gonna try to do this, man. Gonna try Vamos to do tratar. this. Vamos a tratar. Vamos a tratar. Vamos a hablar, eh, como dice, panglish. Eh, panglish. Va a ser, eh, 
un trabalegua. Eso va a ser un trabalegua. Vamos a tratar de hablar lo más, lo más que pueda, porque tengo dos tipos de bebecitas y bebecitas. Yo tengo dos tipos de, de, de gente que están viendo, gente que no habla en español y gente que, habla inglés, que lo habla. Pero sí, um, Like, what are the misconceptions about, you know, being a, a doula? Like, that people think, like, oh, doulas are just, like, nurses. Like, what are the misconceptions? We don't, we don't give medical diagnosis. We don't diagnose our clients. Um, anything when it comes to medical, we don't provide none of that. We don't do housebirth. Um, we don't deliver our baby ourselves. We have to be a midwife for that. And there's certain certifications and licenses when it comes to that. So we all just there to support, guide, basically be like a coach, you know, sort of thing. It's nowhere where we're here to tell you, no, the doctor is wrong. Because at times the doctors are not wrong. Not all doctors are bad. You know, not all nurses are bad. Okay, yeah. wow. That's pretty big because... Um, When you hear about a doula, you compare it. You're like, yeah, but that's a nurse. I don't need that. I don't need that. We have the nurse. That's it. I don't need other people in the room, you know, or like if in the house. Right. Like, you know, I don't want people, so many people in the house. Like, it's just, you know. So hearing that, you know, like, how would you explain that to somebody, you know, let's say to a husband, you know, how would you explain your services to a husband? Because, yes, if the woman knows what they but the husband, you know, or the partner doesn't know, like, how would you explain what you do? The same way. I'm there to support them as well because they're the partner. So when I do, when I see that it's a couple, I do explain to them what she said. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I do explain to them the same exact thing. I'm here to support them, to guide them, you know, to educate them in certain aspects or certain things that they need help with, you know. Um, I'm like, I will explain to them the same way I explain to you. I do not diagnose my clients. Mm -hmm. I do not. Um, my services is for the family. Uh, if they are willing to understand the mother or the birthing person, because it could be either or mm -hmm. the birthing person, if they are willing to go with their, with the, with the birth plan and they guiding them as well, we, I center them to understand this is their birth is for them. You're there. You're there to support. I'm there for you as well because you're the partner. But we have to, you know, practice and make sure that these same healing techniques that I'm doing with her, you could do it when I'm not there. These hip presses that we do, because there's certain exercises that we do, you could do it with her. You know, we, we teach them everything, every little step and everything that they, you know, want to learn at that moment. Oh, that's so And we also to them during postpartum, like if they're first time um, parent, we explain to them, you know, during the four weeks or the six weeks that they're healing, the mom can't do so much. You have to be there to support them 100% and be there for the baby as well. So there's going to be times you're going to lose sleep. There's going to be times where you're going to have to be with the baby all week because mommy has to rest because she can't sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's different things, yeah. It's different Everybody is different, like I said, when it comes to that. Wow, that's so interesting. And um, let's talk a 
a little bit about like your Reiki business. Like, um, like I know that you said that you started, you know, because, you know, at least with the meditation, you know, because of family and stuff. But how did you start that journey? I was searching it. Like, um, I was speaking about it with somebody and I decided to search it. And when I was doing my research, I was like, this is interesting. And I took all the classes. I took the Reiki level one through masters. I took the color healing. I took, I even took another house cleanse just to make sure that I know exactly like different areas in the house where I could, you know, do the healings because in certain part of the house is different. It's like feng shui. Mm-hmm. So it's different different things you do in certain parts of the house. Um, the color healing is adding colors, the Reiki colors, like the chakra colors um, in your home or you add it in your clothes or walk around with something with a similar color. Um, so many different things. So I study all of that and that's why I just decided to be a Reiki master. Wow, that's amazing. I like wow, is that whole body too? A whole good two years studying. Wow. Yeah. Do you offer like individual classes like or like how do you sessions or how do you do it? So I do individual sessions for now. Um when I start with the group sessions, that I'll be posting that up as well. Um, but right now, it's just individual sessions, um, house cleanse. I do get free consultations, so that way I will communicate with the person to see, you know, what exactly um, they need the support for. If it's for the house, or if they feel a negative energy, or they just feel drained. It's so many different, you know, techniques that goes with that colors. It's basically me studying with them, you know, guiding them in different um, healing techniques. And how long are your sessions for? Do you offer, like, single sessions or do you offer, like, packages so people know more or less? There's packages that are available. I also do single. Okay. Um, When it's single... Or the package in general, it'll be like 45 minutes to an hour. House cleanse is a bit more longer. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, okay. At times, when I do house cleanse, I add a Reiki session for like about 20 to 30 minutes. So that way the client can feel more rested and relaxed after the cleanse. Um, so I would say about like 45 minutes a session, an hour, depending on how the client and what area they trying to um, trigger. Okay. Wow, that's so great. I'm so excited <laughs> just to hear all, like, everything that we spoke about. And to hear everything that we, like, spoke about. And the last thing that I would like to know, like, what shifted your mindset from, you know, being stuck in the sense of, like, of our upbringing like, how did you shift your mindset to where you are now? My boyfriend. Really? <laughs> Can you explain that in depth about that? That's so interesting. 
So I always wanted to do this, but I had a doubt. And my doubt was always how I'm going to pay everything, how I'm going to do everything, how I'm gonna, how, where, my, where my kids are going to stay at mm-hmm. with the support. So your thing was always the what if. Right. That was the thing that was holding you back. Right. And he just told me, go for it. I thought it was a joke. And that how did your body feel, like, when you, because I know that we kind of grew up the same way, like, it was, we had to work, 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 because if not, we were not going to have anything, like, so how did you go about, like, stopping everything to, like, just following that, like, how did your body feel, like, it's so good, because I was, I knew, I knew what was going to happen when I booked the first Reiki I'm not the first Reiki, the first um, doula class. So when I paid for the doula course, (laughs) I even get nervous talking about it. When I paid for the doula course, I knew it was real. Because he was there every day until I finished the course. And then the day that I finished, he was like, here, there goes your shirt. Wow. Well, he actually made me a shirt with says Duna the Duna on it. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. That he was just telling me, go for it. Like, what are you waiting for? That What you're telling me is an excuse. And do you listen to, like, any podcast or read any books that, like, keep you going? Let's say, like, your boyfriend is not there at the moment because he has to work. And, like, you find yourself sometimes in, like, a tunnel vision. Like, do you have other outlets that, you know, keep you motivated? Yeah, I do. Um, I do listen to jazz. That's one thing that helps me. Um, I have a book that I'm currently reading. Let me actually get that for you. I read these books as well that are here, which are my birth, postpartum, prenatal. Because I'm actually trying to go for my midwifery. Okay. So, yeah, so I read all these books here. I have even spiritual books as well. I read my Bible. I do Girl. the Rosario. <laughs> Girl. His mom taught me how to do the Rosario. Yes. So I do the Rosario. <laughs> and then the book. Let me actually get that. Let and me tell you. That's the number and one how book I, you got to read. That's the book that I'm reading, How I Heal. How I Heal. From Alex, Al- Alexandra L. And would you give us a quick synopsis of what the book is so far? Self, self-healing. The el parto y el posparto. Y yo le estoy preguntando que si hay algo que la, man, la mantiene a ella motivada para seguir durante ese proceso de cómo, tú sabes, mantener su autoestima alta, seguir enfocada en lo que ella quiere, cómo ella misma se mantiene con la visión de que ella quiere lograr lo que ella se ponga en la mente si hay algún podcast que ella escucha, si hay algún libro que la, que la motive. So ella está diciendo que ella está, ella está leyendo eh, un libro. ¿Cómo se llama de nuevo? 
how I, how I healed. Como yo sano. Mm -hmm. Como yo, como yo me sano. Y ese libro ahora mismo, ella lo está describiendo en la palabra de, de la persona que lo escribió, cómo esa persona sanó su pena, sus frustraciones que trae desde ni, de la niñez, su bloque, su, vamos a decir, los bloqueos que ella tiene, que no la dejan a ella superarse, que no la dejaban a ella ver más allá de lo que tenía en el, el problema que tenía actualmente. Eh, vamos a decir, si la persona que estaba en, eh, que escribió el libro eh, quería saber cómo escribir un libro y tenía ese, como un como dice, una, una gafa que no podía ver más que, bueno, tú eres una bruta, ¿cómo tú te vas a poner escribiendo ese libro? Nadie lo va a leer. ¿Cómo tú vas a conseguir el libro, el dinero para imprimir esos libros? Nadie te va a contratar. Exactamente. Ya. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So yo lo no so hablo, no pero tú sabes, yo trato de mantenerme en inglés. Mira, es el libro que se eh, llama How eh. to Heal. Eh, yo, yo le he preguntado también cuáles son los conceptos que la persona tiene con, con su profesión. Vamos a decir, ¿qué es lo que es una dula? Una dula, eh, el, como dicen la gente, eh, hablando brutalmente, una dula es lo mismo que, que una enfermera. Esa o una no partera. Hace, una partera. Esa no, hace nada. no, ella explicó, ella está ahí para ayudar mental mente, físicamente y emocionalmente a la mujer que está en ese proceso de dar a luz. Ella la ayuda con sus secciones de Reiki, meditaciones, afirmaciones que le da a ella, valora a la persona que está en ese proceso. Es un proceso difícil uno dar a luz. Sí. Es, un, es un proceso riesgoso. So, ella le está dando ese soporte, ese es, como le dicen, el soporte que necesita esa madre durante ese proceso. So, nosotros, los hispanos, tenemos eso que decimos de una vez, ay, esa mujer no está haciendo nada, eso es lo que está ahí eh, cogiendo, cogiendo cuarto, como dice, a lo brutamente sin saber que ella tuvo que prepararse, tuvo que estudiar, trabajar, a veces hasta de gratis, para aprender y ejercer donde ella está ahora. Y es verdad, Dula es alguien que es, asista en el proceso de dar a luz, ayudar, relajarse, olvidar el cuerpo, especialmente si sí, enfocarse en lo espiritual. Es verdad. Bajar la carne y subir así mismo, claramente lo dijiste. Sí, suerte, porque ella le dijo eso a mami también. Ay. 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 Y nosotros nos enfocamos tanto en 
que la persona está ahí porque, ah, oh, no, eso es lo que se está ganando su dinero, pero hay fácil, porque la que está pujando es la que está, es la que está ahí, esa es la que está trabajando, porque, pero ellos no saben que Giovanni le está entregando su energía, su energía que vale oro a esa persona que tiene, ella, la mujer embarazada está en un estado tan frágil que es imposible. Eh, eh, un en ese tan momento, en, es, en ese estado de mente que ellos tienen, cuando ellos están dando luz, ellos no están pensando en nada, solamente de dolor y el bebé para que salga. Solamente. Sí, sí. Ajá. Sí. So, yo estoy eh. para pa ayudarla a, con diferentes técnicos para ella dar luz. Y cuando yo digo la energía, porque vamos a decir que tú estás dando a luz o tu prima, tu hermana, y Giovanni está ahí contigo. La energía de lo que yo digo específicamente es que desde que tú le pones la mano a alguien, nosotros somos unos seres energéticos. Porque cuando tú entras a un sitio que tú sientes una vibra que no está bueno, esa es energía negativa. Y ella está, eh, como dice, entregando su energía propia que Dios mismo nos dio a esa persona. Se lo está apretando para que ella se olvide de ella misma que está ahí con ese dolor. El Giovanni se lo está apretando la energía de ella a esa mujer embarazada para que ella se concentre en dar a luz y sin estar pendiente a que ay me duele que sí le va a doler pero Giovanni le está le está enfrentando su energía su ser su cuerpo a esa persona cómo le pone la mano le habla por ahí botamos energía también su pensamiento ya puso Dios es que tienes el cuido. Dios tiene el cuido, pero vamos a decir que uno de las mi, mi clientes está en el hospital y el doctor le está hablando mal. Yo estoy ahí también para ayudarla en eso, porque ella va a estar pensando qué va a pasar mal. El doctor me está tratando mal, la enfermera me está tratando mal. Yo no tengo a nadie, solamente mi dula. La dula está aquí. Es para eso también, para ayudarla en ese proceso, en ese momento. Porque todos los doctores no son buenos, y no estoy diciendo que todos los doctores son malos, pero cuando es de dinero, los doctores no, no le importa. Si tú no necesitas cesárea, ellos obligados quieren ser una cesárea porque ellos quieren, y la cosa no es así. So, también yo estoy aquí para ayudarle a ellos, para ellos saber que si ellos quieren dar luz natural o quiere o necesita esa ayuda, que ellos no pueden tener mucha gente en alrededor de ellos en ese momento, o que le está tratando mal y cosas así, yo estoy ahí para ayudarla en eso también. Y vamos a decir, sí, Dios es el que tiene el cuidado, yo entiendo, Dios es el que está ahí, pero Dios creó a Giovanni para que diera un servicio a esa mujer embarazada, So, 
Dios está adentro de Joanne, que Dios es el que está guiando a Joanne a trabajar, a, a ayudar a esa mujer a dar, a dar a luz. Pónganse y piensen eso, sí. porque sí, es verdad, está la parte 2, pero en español. <risa> Ay, yo, no, yo no estoy cogiendo el paso de Dios, porque Dios es que no, Dios es el número uno. Pero en, en realidad, Dios, es, Dios está adentro de todito de nosotros. Uh -huh. Porque Dios es que nos hizo los ojos, la cabeza, los pies, todo. Usó a los papás de nosotros como instrumento para traernos a este sí. mundo. Él nos trajo aquí con un propósito. El propósito tuyo es ayudar a las mujeres embarazadas a que traigan otra criatura a nacer. Eso, eso no fui yo, eso no fuiste tú, eso fue Dios. So, yo no me voy a enfocar mucho en religión porque después de ahí sí. duramos 10 horas. horas. Pero de eso era lo que estábamos hablando. So, vamos ahora. You want to switch back to English? Yeah. How I say it. I'm the instrument of God. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm his instrument. I'm here to support the community. And it's true because at the end of the day, we're all instruments and we're all here for a purpose. Right. We're not here to be like, oh, God doesn't exist. Oh, God nah. doesn't. No, God exists. God exists. We in this position because God got us in this position. Not because we and have faith in God and, and we still have thing. faith in him. And here's so. the thing. We're right now living in a third dream. In a sense that in our second dream, we've had this conversation of all of us getting together. Everybody that stepped into this room who's, you know, come and commented and liked and just joined, everybody had a purpose for us to be here to have this conversation. Right. Why? Because this conversation can lead up to something else. Somebody doesn't know about what a doula is. Somebody doesn't know what Reiki is. Somebody doesn't know what meditation is. Someone doesn't, you know, doesn't, you know, feel comfortable having You're these conversations with, with their parents. Right. So they're here. They're listening. They're understanding like wow i'm not the only one that thinks like that wow this is great you know what i mean I mean like and it's true it's not just the faith in god it's also committing you to your goals and doing your part right. some people put it in prayer but never do anything exactly that part that's not how it works god is not a genie and it goes back again to the law of attraction the right. law of attraction is you have to put in the work to see the results. Right. You can write it down a million times on, in your notebook that you want, you know, a $10,000 month. You want um, a Lamborghini. You want a house. You want this. But at the end of the day. I'm glad you was here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were right? here. Um, at the end of the day, if you don't step out of your, outside of your house, and bump into somebody or somebody, you communicate with somebody, you're not going to end up where you want to be. Right. Because sitting in your house all day, yes, you can go ahead and, you know, work online. But if you don't go ahead and interact with people, you'll never get to where you want to be. Exactly. That, yep. That's the same thing with God. God was like, all right, girl, you're here. 
you know your purpose deep in your soul now put in that work so you can get everything that you wrote down in that universe you're gonna come here and that's what you wanted i'm gonna make you work for it right because if i give it to you easy you you, you know that's it yeah i'm gonna give you everything all when you're you know an adult but that's it that's your purpose that's it no he's gonna give us the trials the tribulations he's gonna give us everything right because that's what we signed up to be here we all signed up networking yeah networking 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 networking. yes yes that's all it is if i would have never messaged you i would have never had these conversations you know what i mean met these people that are on here had these conversations and it took me messaging you, which is putting the work, right? And we're ha- having conversations, having people here who want to join in the conversation, who want to have, you know, all of these type of things. It's all about putting the work. No, todo también uno hablando. Ah, que sí. No, Dios es maravilloso. Dios sabe que estamos aquí por un propósito. Exactamente. No, no vamos a enfocar que Dios, eh, Dios es maravilloso y yo no estoy diciendo que Dios no es el poderoso, no. Porque tampoco vamos a ser así tampoco. Dios respeto la opinión de todo el mundo en the same. Boundaries, you got to respect mine because right. I respect yours. And that's, and it goes back into what you do. You set up boundaries. If you see that that person is not following your rules, that is imp- y caso cerrado. Habló, It's true, though. It's so true. Like, it's true. Because like, that's what you have to do. You know what it is? Because when people see that, if you don't set those boundaries, they're going to step all over you. Yes. We already went through that with our own family. We're not going through this with other strange people or other people. No. No. <laughs> That's a negative. <laughs> no, it's Hola, true because, hey, how because you been? Uh, hello, at the end of the day, if we don't set boundaries for ourselves as adults, and we're, we're already like, you know, we're, we're past our 20s. <laughs> <laughs> we're, past, we're past our 20s. Like, we have to start having this conversation because at the end of the day people are gonna think that they're gonna be able to walk all over us talk to how they feel just because we're sitting back and be like it's okay it's okay I don't want to hurt their feelings I genuinely don't want to hurt nobody's feelings I'm not here I for that but then I noticed you it's still you can't you have no control over that because they they expect something else from you they're not expecting a no they're not expecting, oh, you're not going to do, no, they're not expecting, they're expecting you to get up and do it because that's what they expect. And at the end of the day, it's a routine that they have. I'm giving, I'm dishonoring myself by allowing people to talk to me any way that they want. It's a dishonor to myself because at the end of the day, I'm telling myself that I'm not worth it. I'm not worth the respect. I'm not worth the, um, the boundary. I'm not worth, you know, having somebody, you know, understand me. Right. I, no, I'm not worth yeah. it. Yes, Carmen, I it. do remember you. We was pregnant together. Ooh, <laughs> San Alejo. 
But I was pregnant with my son at the same time with her. We used to take prenatal classes together. Look at that. <laughs> like, this, this is amazing. Like, it's it's crazy, you know. But I do appreciate so much time because we can have this conversation. All day. Like, I say, all day. Like, look at that. We did it in English and in Spanish. Right. So that's the next thing that I was going to say. We didn't even, hold on. Did we post up the, no. The pin. Did you pin it? The for the free resources. No, let me, let me go ahead and give me one second. It's gonna pause. And we were just talking about that too, accountability. There we go. All right. Accountability, yes. And that's another thing. People don't like when they, you know, this right here is an open chat through um, Telegram. That 